Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Looking back at the 2022 tight end rookie class, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard, and we're here to wrap up our rookie review series with the single most exciting position among the 2020 rookie class. Where Chigokonkwo led the class with a whole 450 receiving yards last season. Guys like Greg Dulcich and Kate Otten, Isaiah Likely, Daniel Bellinger, they all had some stretches of utility for fantasy, or at least stretches where we thought they might have some utility. None of them were actually all that good. To be clear, it wasn't exactly the strongest draft class for tight ends. We knew that going in. It looks like the 2023 class could be a really, really good one. So that's exciting because, Dave, I'm not sure we've got a future fantasy starter among the 2022 class. I think we've got at least one future fantasy starter for 2023, Mm -hmm. and that'll be Dulcich. Just the way that we saw him flash last year, made some plays, particularly when he was effectively working as the number two target in a mostly broken Denver offense, mm-hmm. that that was encouraging. And Sean Payton does have a track record of using athletic, speedish tight ends to take off in the offense and, and to be helpful. We saw it with Jimmy Graham. I know Dulcich isn't Jimmy Graham. Uh, he tried to do it with Kobe Fleener. I think Dulcich might be better than Kobe Fleener. <laughs> and there's other tight ends along the way who, who's, uh, who's contributed to help Sean Payton out. And so... That's basically the gist of Dulcich as to why he's a top 12 fantasy tight end, along with this simple fact, Chris. There aren't a lot of good tight ends out there in fantasy to begin with. And by the time you get to pick 100, you're looking for guys that you're hoping they can find their way to 800 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I've got Chigakonkwo as my highest rated among the second year tight end class. He was, you know, I, I liked the the big play potential that he flashed in Tennessee's offense and he should have a pretty robust role in 2023 as well. But there are a lot of questions about that offense. There are a lot of questions about whether Traylon Burks can be the number one wide receiver, whether they're going to bring Derrick Henry back, whether it's going to be a rebuild season for them. So there's a lot of uncertainty here. I, I do think there are some interesting, like Daniel Ballinger. I think it was really interesting that when he was healthy enough to play, he had some bad luck. He was playing like 95% of the snaps for the Giants, which is what you want to see for a, a young tight end because tight ends usually take a while to develop and get that kind of playing time. So I do think Daniel Ballinger has some appeal. I mean, Kate Otten, we don't know what the Tampa Bay offense is going to look like, but they are releasing Cameron sure. great, so there's an opportunity there. He's got a chance. He's got a chance. He actually led all the rookie tight ends last year in red zone targets with 15 and tied for the lead in end zone targets with five, and he had a 64.6% catch rate, which was not too shabby. It all comes down to who else is there in that Tampa offense. 
Yeah, and and you know this is a, a situation where every year we try to talk ourselves into tight end being better than it has been in the past. It generally doesn't work out for us. Is there anyone, you know, I know you said Dulcich, maybe taking more of a, a long-term view. Is there anyone that you could see being a mainstay at the position for the next, you know, five years? Starting next year, the only other name that I think could be there is Trey McBride in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got a great shot now that Cliff Kingsbury is gone. That offense typically did not feature tight ends that mm-hmm. much. We did see Zachert's work as a red zone threat, certainly a guy that came up with touchdowns late in 2021 and early in 2022. I don't expect Ertz to play this year, and if he does, I'm not sure it's going to be in Arizona. McBride was a terrific talent coming out of Colorado State, and he's got huge size, and he can move a little bit. I wonder if he's got a chance. And speaking of catch rate, almost a 75% catch rate for Mr. McBride. The offense that's being installed there, I'm guessing it's going to be a little bit of the West Coast scheme. And I'm thinking that it would benefit McBride if he is indeed the top tight end there. Another guy that I think could make an impact eventually is Isaiah Likely in Baltimore. Uh-huh. Way more of a receiver than a tight end. Um, kind of in that same mold as Mark Andrews, but maybe not quite as physical and maybe a little bit faster. And I wonder if the Ravens' next step in their offense is to utilize two tight end sets, kind of like the Patriots did back uh-huh. in the day when they had two really good tight ends for fantasy, I think they could get away with it. I think likely can win deep downfield. I think he's got some interesting potential and he lined up the second most snaps in the slot last year, 54.2% of his snaps in the slot among rookie rookie tight ends rather. So he's someone that I think could end up being impactful in fantasy, maybe not necessarily right off the bat in 2023, but toward the middle end of 2023 and into 2024, there's five of them. There's five tight ends. We've talked about all five of them through this little pod that we're doing. So there, there's some sleeper appeal, but not necessarily anyone we project to be superstars. We may hopefully get that from the incoming 2023 rookie class. And we'll talk about those guys as we move forward in the offense. There's a lot to get excited about there. If not uh, the 2024 class, there's a kid named Bowers. There you, you go. You might have watched on Saturdays. Yeah. You'll see him again. That guy looks like he could be electric. All right. We'll be back tomorrow to preview the tight end free agency class on fantasy football today. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.